Alex Philadelphia. It takes a lot to make him happy, and he is clearly pleased. She's up, she's moving nicely. She's got a hit. Yes! Sally Stable, 132.67, has won at least the medal. She's 0.24 up. Beauty! On the ice for the Gimlet. The Gimlet Welcome back, everybody, to Off the Podium and Olympics podcast. It's been a while since you've heard our voices, but you knew that we were going to start talking to you again very, very soon because we are now less than uh, four weeks, basically three weeks away from the Pyeongchang 2018 Winter Olympic Games. So you know things are about to get busy for us here on the show. And before we get to a big preview episode, before we talk up what we're going to be doing across the course of the Olympic Games, we've got a couple of interviews that were actually got lined up for you. And these are interviews of Olympians who will be competing during these games. The first one today that I'm going to bring to you is an Australian short track speed skater by the name of Andy Jung. Now, Andy, uh, originally from Korea, narrowly missed out on the 2014 Games in Sochi and uh, trained his butt off, basically, to get back into, uh, well, back on the team, well, on the team for the first time where he will be competing in his very first Olympics for Australia. So uh, we're very much excited to be able to have him on the show. Now, just a pre-warning here, though. This interview actually went for about 50 minutes, but sadly, uh, the first 20 or so minutes of this did not record. So it's going to sound like we're literally picking this up in the middle of an interview because we pretty much are. So uh, apologies here that you're not going to be hearing a little bit about his training regime, sort of getting selected to the game, sort of uh, what was it like uh, growing up in Korea with the sport and then obviously coming uh, here to Australia. Australia to compete for it and also uh, some fun stuff involved about the sort of the physical nature of short track speed skating how important the likes of Stephen Bradbury is to him and kind of going into these games and the confidence that he has going into it uh, he finished uh, very high in the uh, world championships last year 12th finished in the top 10 in the world at the end of the world cup season finishing eighth to be precise so uh, Andy a very uh, good shot of winning a medal for Australia uh, during the games which will be our first medal in the sport of short track speed skating since that famous uh, Stephen Bradbury goal back in 2002 so uh and he's very confident that he can medal during the games his speciality is the 500 meters which will actually be basically on the second last day of the games his first event the 1500 meters will be on the very first day of competition of the game so he's got a very big spread in terms of where he will be competing and uh, in the part that wasn't uh, recorded sadly he did mention kind of how that uh, is as an athlete in terms of psychologically and the training and kind of whether or not he will get uh, sort of taken up by the games and sort of the atmosphere everything or his mind will be focused on competition eight hours worth of training a day uh both on ice and off ice and uh talked a little bit about that kind of uh regime uh before we um we obviously uh got the actual recording part of it and you will hear actually from him i think believe this picks up just as he's talking about competitors that do get a little bit shy 
shovey because if you've ever watched short track speed skating, it can get quite physical when you're trying to trying to overtake and push uh, athletes aside. So uh, he mentions here an athlete from the Netherlands who is renowned for it. So we need to keep an eye on uh, throughout uh, the games, and that's kind of where it will pick up. And we do bring back a segment that we did sort of have during the Rio games, and also uh, throughout our athlete interviews that we've had across the way. So you are going to hear my interview right here with Andy Jung, Australian short track speed skater, who will be competing at the PyeongChang Games in less than four weeks' time. It's a fun interview, and uh, we very much really hope you enjoy what we are about to hear, at least uh, the half part of what you will hear of this interview. He's in second, but because of that lunge, he bit me a few times, and he kind of gives me, like, little elbows. So... I guess I said the name. Yes, I, I, I heard it. So that was Shinky from the Netherlands. Uh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Remember that name, Australia. Oh, just, I just wanted to clarify that for those at home who might not have heard that. Shinky from the Netherlands. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it, but he's seriously entertaining. And I mean, I, I remember, um, you know, when we Australia won our first ever Winter Olympics medal in 94 was, of mm-hmm. course, in, in short track in the relay. And, um, you know, it was always a yeah. sport that I, I enjoyed watching. And, you know, I have no athletic mm-hmm. ability at all, Andy. So, you know, the only time I ever get to compete in the Olympics is generally on the PlayStation or the Nintendo. Um, and I generally would always love playing the short track uh, on the uh, the winter sports games across the time. So, um, I mean, that's again my my. I always like that's why I do interviews because I basically live my Olympic dreams through you guys. Um, but just, I mean, on the training, one thing that we kind of like to ask a bit on this show too is, um, I mean, do you have a special diet? I mean, is that kind of something you have to monitor as well coming into the games? And then as soon as the games are done, do you just, like, go to McDonald's and just, like, chow down on, like, 50 Big Macs or something like that? I would just say, yes, I have um, nutritionist and then I have <laughs> diet, but I don't follow it, so... Right. <laughs> <laughs> I like I mean, the honesty. I guess it's good to follow, but... <laughs> You know, your mental have to be health, um, happy, and then you know to be healthy. Your your mental have to be healthy, and then you know if you want, if you just eat whatever you want, what, what, like if it's tasty, you get happy. So I guess yeah, I'll go with that yeah. rather than having like strict diet. Safe answer. I like that. That works. Do you, do you, um, so kind of you mentioned you're going to Korea, obviously, uh, what, nine days or so time and sort of getting prepared. Is it, um, I know kind of given that you're what competing basically on day one, so pretty much the, what, the day after the opening ceremony. I know in particularly the Summer Olympics, mm-hmm. there are some athletes who won't march in the opening ceremony because they're competing the next day. They're focused on competition. Do you plan on marching in the opening ceremony? Is that something that kind of what the Australian Olympic Committee will ask you? I mean, what's kind of the methods around that? To be honest, I haven't really thought about it, but I would love to go. Mm. But I will talk to my coach, and then if it if it will affect my performance, then I'm not gonna go because, like, I don't want to make anything like get in my way to um compete, and I want to obviously do my best. So. Yeah, you want to be completely focused, obviously, on that on that first day. 
um, yep. which as you see, you know, it's the first, yep. I mean, that's, that's the thing, like, you know, in my dreams of Olivia's like to me, half the experience would be getting to work at, walk out in that opening ceremony. Um, but you know, I can, I can definitely obviously see that. Yeah. As you said, you want to be focused on that. Um, just, just beg your coach, just be yep. like, please, I'll stick to my nutritional regime. Like it won't <laughs> affect me. It's only the 1500 meters. You know, I'm better at the 500. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Well, trying to help I'll you out do there. That too. <laughs> I'll do that. Just say so the podcast host that interviewed me a couple of weeks ago said I could, please. <laughs> <laughs> I would not go to McDonald's for like two days. Yes, exactly. Two days without Big Macs. I promise you. I promise, promise, promise you. Um, look at this. We're trying to help our Olympians uh, heading into 2018. I'm sure if Channel 7 interviews, there's going to be all these serious <laughs> questions about, oh, how this is great, right? Oh, but that guy on the podcast, he's asking me about like cheating on McDonald's and, you you know, getting pushing people out of the way. Um, uh, yeah, I'm just trying to trying to you know establish this because we've also been trying to say, Andy, that um, when you win the mm. gold medal, because it's not going to be an if, it's going to be a when you win the gold medal. Uh, we obviously very much expect you to thank us in your first interview that you will do probably with Channel Seven. Sadly, we're not going to be there. We we didn't quite get the tickets. Andy to the games, but um, <laughs> when you're getting interviewed after your gold medal, we do expect you to thank off the podium. That's kind of a, a condition of doing an interview with us yep. here on the podcast today. So I hope you know mm-hmm. that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'll obviously say it. I'll. I might say. I'll. I mean, I might mumble, but I'll obviously say it because <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> Mumbling's fine. Mumbling's fine. We we try to do that a fair bit here on the show. Um, you know, but as long as, as long as we can make out the words off the podium, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> but so when, when also, I guess, uh, I mean, you mentioned obviously with your, your family kind of, you know, growing up with, with the sport itself. So, uh, all your family, your friends are heading to Korea to, to watch you compete as well during the Olympics. My mom and my sister is in Korea right now. And then my dad's going to come during, um, Olympic, uh, Olympic area, um, Olympic season, mm-hmm. or Olympic time. And then my family friends, they live in Korea, obviously, because we're from Korea, so we've got connections in Korea. So they're coming from there. And then, obviously, they're right now. They're, they're living in Korea right now, so... Do you, do you think that they might... we got, like, six tickets... Six, oh, six tickets, so you, you got a few there. I mean, I guess, you know, get them to um, hold up like a Big Mac or something at the finish line and be like, this is yours if you win gold or something like that. Um, <laughs> do, do, do you think that, I mean, again, we're picturing you winning the gold. And so what, there's uh, is there four mm-hmm. or five of you in the final Am I, if, mm-hmm. when, when it comes to it. Yep. Hypothetically, we get to the final and let's say no Koreans, no home crowd people for the Koreans to cheer for given your heritage do you believe then that the Koreans would jump on board of you because you are you know born in Korea so therefore they can at least have somebody to cheer for I hope so <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's a I weird mean, question to ask to Andy but I'm just trying to think here that like it could work <laughs> to your favor because again sadly I don't know when we will get the Winter Olympics in Australia so I mean you know mm-hmm. I'm trying to get yep, you a home crowd advantage true. here <laughs> <laughs> well I hope they'll hate me and they hopefully cheer for me because my name is Korean there you go see they just might they just might hear the name and go oh cool Korean guy awesome 
wicked. We're cheering for him. Um, <laughs> so, look, I'm, I'm really hoping that's, that's definitely uh, going to be the case. Um, one thing I want to do here, though, for you, Andy, is um, we actually, during our uh, Rio coverage a uh, year and a half ago, we had a lot of fun because yep. one of our co-hosts on the show is, is Canadian, and we had a lot of fun on the uh, Canadian Olympic website they had a question and answer yep. for their athletes, basically, you know, before the Rio Games. And when we've had athletes on the show yep. since Rio, uh, sort of post-Rio and then in the lead-up here to Pyeongchang, we've asked our athletes questions from this website. Now, I've actually just discovered here that on the Canadian website, mm-hmm. they've actually started the same series of questions for their athletes about to compete during the upcoming Games. So, these could be new questions that we might not have asked before. So these are random. Uh, the 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 questioner is called my name is. So this one here that I'm basing this off is from Kaylee Humphreys, a Canadian bobsledder. Say hi to Kaylee if you happen to bump into her in the uh, the athletes village. So uh, we're going to start off here. Yep. It simply says, "Hello, my name is. So your name is Andy Jung. Uh, I am a Canadian. Well, you're Australian. So uh, the first question here for you, Andy, is what is your favourite Olympic moment? Do you have a favourite Olympic moment that you uh, can remember? Uh, of me or of oh, just of else? just I guess of watching the Olympics growing up. I mean, do you, do you have sort of a, a memory or a moment that you particularly enjoyed the most? Well, Broadbury, twenty-one gold, typical answer. That's a good answer, and I want to say typical. That's that's the the <laughs> answer that all Australians should uh, should have in that one. I like it. Um, here's a here's a yeah. sort of a non-Olympic question. If you could have any superpower, what would it be? Um, well, that, I'll say, if I can hit every ball that, um, in, uh, in baseball, mm-hmm. sport, if I could hit everything to home run. Perfect. I'll get paid so much, so. You would. <laughs> I want that. And that's that's or coming back like to the Olympics every every day. Yeah, that's coming back to the Olympics in 2020. So you could you could be a summer and a winter Olympian. There you go. You can win Australia gold in baseball. <laughs> Done. <laughs> oh, that's good. I hope so. I hope that happens. Yeah, lock it in. Listen, AOC, if you're listening, you know, once we're done in Pyeongchang, get him on the baseball team. Done. Simple. Um, <laughs> what is your favourite sports movie? Sports movie. Hmm. Hmm. Sports movie. Oh. Let's see. I'm sorry. I'm just searching Google right now. <laughs> mm. I like it. I like a guest who, you know, like they go for, <laughs> I like your creative thinking. <laughs> uh, okay. So... Um, Such a build-up to this answer. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> you know the boxing movie? Oh, God. What is it? Uh, Rocky. Oh, what's the name? It's a... Oh, one sec. Um, <laughs> You're so committed see. to this question. I love it. <laughs> oh, just, just, you know, I have to answer the best question. I mean, best answer. I have to answer with the best. See, this answer. is why you're going to win gold, Andy. Uh, it's like you just you accept nothing but winning. So this is great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what is this? 
The boxing movie. It's like four minutes for. The only one I can think of is Rocky or what, Million Dollar Baby or, um, God. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is Million Dollar Baby good? Uh, I think so. I've seen bits of it. <laughs> I'm just going to say yes. Yeah. Million Dollar Baby. Million Dollar Baby. Yeah, that was the best movie. Great movie. Loved it. Just watched it just before I started the interview. <laughs> Couldn't, you know, I just wanted to watch it again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> do, do you have uh, your favourite pump-up song? So, like, do you do you pump the tunes out before you hit the ice? Do you have something that really gets you going, ready to go? Um, well, I just listen to anything, like, it just pops on. So, I would just say Shipping Off to Boston. Okay. Oh, good chance. Just Dropkick Murphys, like yes. McGregor. Yes, that is, that is very pumped up. I like that sort of the music in it. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. What is the most recent TV show that you binge-watched? Wow, that's like the hardest question. <laughs> I actually don't watch TV because... Um, you watch boxing movies? I was watching Netflix. But, uh, I would say um, Walking Dead. Walking Dead? Okay, good, good one. Uh, yeah, if, you, if you weren't an athlete, what would you be? Um, I will be a uni student mm-hmm. uh, trying to be a doctor because I was, I mean, my parents are Asian and they always want like doctor, lawyer, everything. So I guess I'll be one of the students wanting to be a doctor. Perfect. The only, the only doctor that I will know that's an Olympic gold medalist. So, um... That will that will be something to show off to your patients. Hi, yeah. can I check your heart rate? Oh, sorry, that's not my stethoscope. That's my Olympic gold medal. Just let me put that to the side. Uh, <laughs> oh wow, that's just me. That's what I would do. Um, what do people usually describe you as? Um, describe me as. Hmm. So the, the, this uh, Kaylee has written intense. People describe her as intense. So. Is there something that, you know, competitive? I don't know, cheating on food? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Well, weird. Weird? Weird? Different? No, weird's good. Nothing wrong with weird. They're all good words. They're all common words I hear about myself too, Andy. So uh, we're in the same club. Um, I like that. (laughs) Uh, I'll say weird. Yeah, good, weird. I'm I'm locking it in. If you could be an Olympian, you might have already answered this one. If you could be an Olympian in any other sport besides besides short track, so besides your own, uh, what would it be? Well, mm, just one second. (laughs) Are you going to Google this too? (laughs) Yeah, um, most paid Olympic. Sport. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is brilliant! Yes, that is the cleverest answer. It's probably going to be like basketball or something, wouldn't it? I mean, LeBron James plays in the Olympics, doesn't he? So, well, anything that just makes a lot of money, I'll yeah. be happy with. So, um... well, all the endorsements you're getting after your no, you're. Double gold, we will say, Pyeongchang. Uh, you know, you're going to have Nike knocking on the door. I don't know. Wheat Bix, Holden. Uh, <laughs> Wheat Bix. Yeah. Think of all the Australian companies that will have you. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, this Hi, podcast we, alone. We need to um, support you 
life support for Vegemite. Oh, there you go. Absolutely. Happy little Vegemite. You can start the song <laughs> up again. There you are, skating along the ice, and as you cross the finish line, you're reaching out with your skate, and just as you cross the line, someone hands you a piece of Vegemite toast, you bite it, and you cross the line <laughs> a little bit faster. Done, Vegemite. Absolutely brilliant. I love it. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to sell we're trying to sell this well this is why you know if veggie might are listening uh any companies that are out there listening you know andy is your man right yeah. two-time olympic gold medalist in, in about a month's time you've That's heard it here first um, <laughs> i love your creativity in answering these uh do you have a favorite song lyric and now we've already said your pump up song so is there a lyric in uh, shipping out to Boston that always gets you going? Is there a lyric in another song that you just you just love? It kind of gets you pumped up. Google this by all means. Well, inspiration of the Boston lyrics. I actually couldn't even tell you the lyrics. I lost off. my leg. There we go. I've, I've lost my leg. <laughs> I've lost my yep. leg. Uh, my sport uses, um, it just uses some leg anyway, so I okay. lost my leg. There you go. It's fitting. Perfect. I like it. Uh, and the final mm. one here, you might have answered this. Uh, you kind of seem like you like the McDonald's, mm-hmm. but uh, what is your guilty pleasure? Guilty pleasure. Hmm. Hmm. Well, go to Macca's, <laughs> get a thick shake, get a milkshake. What 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 flavour? What flavour are we with thinking? With the cheeseburger. Oh, chocolate. Chocolate. Oh, I'm thinking chocolate right now. Yeah, so chocolate shake, th- chocolate shake, a cheeseburger. Um. So every time I go with to McDonald's, McFlurry. Andy, are are you McFlurry. McFlurry. Good answer. So so what you're saying basically is every time I order myself a cheeseburger, a McFlurry, and a chocolate shake from McDonald's. I can say that I'm eating like an Olympian. Yeah. Cool. Great. You know, I've got Mac permission. Is like, it's a sponsor <laughs> from Olympics, so... It is. Don't you they know. have McDonald's in the Olympic Village? It is. <laughs> yeah, it's free. Oh, wow. Okay. Reasons to become an Olympian. You get free McDonald's in the yep. Athletes' Village. That's it. Like, gold That's medals. Actually who cares? The reason. Free Big Macs. <laughs> I'm actually very sad because, you know, like... I have to race from the day one until, like, at the end. Mm-hmm. So I can't really go to Macca's. That's, like, the saddest point of, like... Closing ceremony. Going to the you games. were there. You were there from 6 a.m. on the day of the closing ceremony. Everyone's all like, yeah, the party mode, yeah, great. And you're just like, fuck you all. I'm lining up day one. I'm needing my McDonald's. Yeah. I'm getting my two weeks' worth of free McDonald's in one day. You know, I might get, like, 10 kilos in, like, two days, so... <laughs> Well, if I retire after this season, that's that's why. You've got four more years to Beijing. I mean, come on, like you know, that's <laughs> ten kilos. You can lose that. You're you you know you're a professional athlete. You know, come on. <laughs> oh, it's so hard. Well, I guess like it's good that I'm an athlete, so that I can eat everything, and well, I guess maintain the weight, or I'll just be an like really fat Asian boy walking on the street with Big Mac. Um, Big Mac so, oh. or having like Chinese takeaway. Yeah, walking down the street casually eating noodles. You know. So, oh, this is I'm this, happy I'm an athlete. 
Yep, this is just, this is great. And like, as we said, uh, given that when Australia does eventually host the Winter Olympics and we do add that sort of physicality to the, sh- the sport of short track speed skating, you know, if you bulk up a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, you're a bit pudgy, that's going to make it better for you when you're like sort of nudging, you know, uh, what was his name, Shinky from the, the Netherlands and all these other sort of people like that along the way. So, you know, you've got to think about st- strategy for the future in the sport, Andy. <laughs> Yeah, I'll try that, yeah. Yeah, good. Maybe I, maybe I should try that, yeah. Do it. I mean, you know, like, you're mentioning that they're a bit shabby and <laughs> you're known for a little bit, but, like, you, surely they can't disqualify you for impeding if it's just a body part, like if, a you know, like a stray bit of fat, yeah, like, like, wobbles like, off your suit. Like, that, that's not you impeding. That's just a part you, of your body. Yeah, it's just, you know, yeah, just flapping <laughs> my belly. <laughs> That would be my issue. That's if I became a short track speed skater. (laughs) A, would I fit into the suit? Probably not. And B, uh, when it comes to the shoving side of things, you can't disqualify me if a piece of my body hits someone. I'm not doing it deliberately. It's just how gravity works. Mm. Yeah, so true. I like this strategy. Maybe they try to nudge me. I'm just like um, standing still, so then I fall over. I'm just like bouncing, bouncing ball. I don't know. It just bounced uh, off me. I can't wait to watch the Olympics in a couple of weeks to see when you are interviewed <laughs> by Channel 7 and you have, like, the most serious questions put to you and just, you know, getting ready for competition and then people realise that this interview exists where we've talked you up and then also talked about um, putting on weight to knock people off with fat rolls. That's generally how short track speed skating works <laughs> in our mind. You're <laughs> off the podium. Uh, <laughs> Andy, can I just say uh, it has been an absolute pleasure, mate, having you here on the show again. We really appreciate your time, particularly so close uh, to the games, given they are, you know, three or so weeks Mm -hmm. away. Uh, We sincerely wish you the best. We're going to be keeping a very close eye on how you go in the games. And all of Australia, of course, will be cheering from you uh, for you and hoping hoping that you can bring home those uh, medals and, uh, you know, add to the collection that Stephen Bradbury owns because, uh, you know, he won a gold and a bronze. You can win the two gold and you can go back to Stephen and say, sup, Stephen, I see your, you know, gold and bronze and raise your two gold. How about that? <laughs> Man, I wish. In a few years, too, I'll be winning medals. So. Yes. <laughs> uh. <laughs> But uh, in all seriousness, mate, we really do appreciate your time here on the show today. And, uh, yeah, best of luck for the games in uh, only a few weeks. Thank you. I hope everything goes well to you too. And a big thanks to Andy once again. We are looking very much forward to seeing how we compete. Now, Andy actually did mention to me off air as we ended that interview that if he rubs his stomach uh, on the start line, it's a signal to us that he's had McDonald's and he's ready to go. So for those at home who watch this, if you see Andy Chung rub his stomach on the start line, that is a signal to us here and off the podium. So uh, you've heard it here first. We might have a signal by an athlete during the Olympics that uh, that is going to be happening. So we will get Andy on the show uh, post-games to see how he went. Uh, we'll, obviously, we'll know how he went, but obviously to catch up and find out how everything went along those lines. And uh, very much looking forward to seeing how this is all going to play out for Andy Jung, of course, during these games. Now, we do have another interview planned for you uh, in the coming days, which uh, we are very much looking forward to, and that's with Kalani Crane. Now, uh, Kalani, uh, Kalani sorry, is a figure skater 
who will be competing for Australia, the Australian champion, actually, to be precise. And uh, we hope to uh, chat to her about what she's feeling because we spoke to Brendan Kerry last year uh, about figure skating. So uh, she'll be our second figure skater that we've mentioned, uh, at least talked to. And, of course, uh, given uh, some of the attention that's on figure skating at the moment, Itonia, which is uh, out in cinemas, uh, it'll be interesting to speak to her about kind of uh, going into the games and everything else in between. Uh, she's a bit of a social media star, is uh, Kalani. So, uh, you know, she's got a bit of a profile out there and uh, we're looking forward to uh, to chatting to her about the sport and her hopes, obviously, for the games. So uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, Colin has a potentially potential couple of others that are lined up, but given that we are this close to the games, obviously we realise most of these athletes' uh, thoughts and uh, mental prowess right now is focused on the Olympic Games, so therefore the interviews might not exactly happen. But Jared... Colin and myself will be back to preview the Winter Olympics very soon. And, of course, uh, we're planning to bring you daily coverage just like we did during Rio. So uh, stay tuned for that. We're very, very, very excited. Uh, you know I love the Winter Olympics. Colin's obviously going to be happy that Canada will be winning shit. And Jared will just be happy that Australia might win a bronze or two. I don't know. We'll uh, obviously talk up our chances. One thing I will say, I just mentioned about Itonia. Now, we have done a review or what we're calling a rev cap. It's sort of halfway between a review and a recap on our sister show, The Oz Network. It is Winter Olympics month on The Oz Network, so we're doing four movies in the lead-up to the Games based around the Winter Olympics. So we will tag them through our Facebook page. We won't post them on our feed, but uh, we will tag them for you if you want to hear us reviewing Winter Olympics movies. So we've done Itonia, and that's sort of a halfway between a review and a recap. It's not a full recap. It's not a spoiler-free review. It's sort of halfway in between. Um, outside of that, we will be looking at Cool Runnings, which you know we're excited for, Eddie the Eagle and Miracle, sort of the three main Winter Olympics movies that I believe are in existence anyway. So stay tuned. For those on the Oz Network, as I said, we will tag them for you uh, across our social media pages. And in the meantime, if you are just joining us for the very first time, you've discovered us, you can uh, like us on Facebook, subscribe on iTunes, uh, or of course uh, Stitcher, and leave us some feedback. We'd love to hear from you uh, across the way because we're about to get very busy here and uh, off the podium and start to cover our very first Winter Olympics. And uh, post-Winter Olympics, it's Commonwealth Games time. So we've got plenty to cover in the next couple of months as we kind of only generally work every 18 or so months. That's generally how the Olympics work. My name is Ben. Thank you very much again to Andy Jung for joining us. And until we next speak again, this has been Off the Podium. We'll speak to you next time. Good night. Whoop, whoop.